progress. <laughs> you say recording in progress every time and it gets me and I think it's hilarious. Because it's so lovely. She says it's lovely. Oh, I think also we've been on Zoom meetings for so long that we are just like, okay, this is how it works. Yeah, I mean, my job thankfully doesn't record our Zoom meetings, so it's 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 great. Um, <laughs> but yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Well, welcome everybody to Siblings Take on Married at First Sight, where me, the divorced Gen X veteran watcher of the show, discusses, breaks down, recaps with my millennial married a little brother and we are up early on a saturday morning and we are both moving real slow so <laughs> i mean i don't know about slow but i'm 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 definitely uh it's definitely early I'm, <laughs> I'm a morning person so this don't bother me this is actually late for me so. is, okay okay yeah. are you, you still working out on saturday mornings heck yeah my gym opens in a couple of minutes so you know i get there a little late today but it's all good I, well, thank you for the, you know, I thank you. Our audience thanks you. Let's yes. get this rolling. All three of you are welcome. <laughs> Let's get this party moving so we can get your butt to the gym and I can get to my salsa class. Yes. All right. This week in the train wreck that is maps, I've decided that everybody on the show, probably with the exception of Shaq, and Jasmine need therapy. Really? Yes. Because I would say everyone needs therapy. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm going to start with your girl, Nicole, because she needs it more than anybody. Good grief, this one. Go ahead. I mean, how many times are you going to, I mean, I get that their thing is like, hey, let's get all of our skeletons out. Let's have them do the Humpty dance on our honeymoon. I get it. I get it. Like, let's get to know each other. Let's throw the big shit out early so that we don't have to face it later. But I, I, she, she's been through a lot. This one and this whole thing about, you know, when we have sex, I want to make sure that you have sex with that you're having sex with me and not just having sex because her ex was cheating on her and yada, 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 yada. Right. And I'm just like, but again, and we both have been in long-term relationships and know that that's going to happen sometimes that sometimes it's just, you know, it's something you check off your list. It's like, Oh shit. Okay. Gym, tan, laundry, bone, my husband, call the plumber like sometimes that happens sometimes it's just a checkoff and not every time is going to be disney magic and music's gonna play and like i just i i, I had someone tell me they were making a grocery list one time like <laughs> damn that hurts while they were having sex yep like, With mm, this is painful like, <laughs> hey i get through it <laughs> <laughs> But I get, I mean, I get what you say. Like, obviously, you don't want to be with somebody who is just having sex to have sex. Right. But, uh, but what about Chris gives her that impression? I mean, the boy told you that I was in a relationship for a year and a half and I only had sex three times. Like, clearly, he's not. Yeah. But maybe he thinks that, maybe she thinks that he thinks, oh, she likes to have sex. I can have sex. But I don't have to be into her to have the sex. I can just have it. And I haven't had sex in however long. So right. I'm going to do it. So she's setting that boundary of you got to have sex with me to have sex with me, not to have sex. So I understand where she's coming from. She has a lot of trauma in her past when it comes uh, to relationships, if you uh-huh. have noticed. Uh huh. Um, so she's just letting, she, I guess she's doing it for herself, like saying it out loud. So she can't say when it goes to shit that he didn't know. And I didn't set the, I didn't set the expectation of this is who I want to be now. Cause who I was in the past is completely different. Right. Um, and she, she wants to have a, a new year, new me type of mentality, you know? Mm. So, no, no. 
And a great person to talk that out with is a therapist, <laughs> not Chris. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly, well, they, ha- they have therapists on the show. They just can't talk to them now. So she's telling her partner. Yeah. You can't, hey, if, if you can't confide in your partner, who can you confide in, really? I mean, granted, they were forced together. They, <laughs> it wasn't a true match. It was like a, we think on paper you guys work out well. So. But people, but people are gonna people, I and mean, you never know. No, I get, I get what you're saying. Like you should definitely share the intimate things with your partner. And I think it's fair for her to say, yeah, I was in a past relationship where the, and I don't even know if this is the same guy or another guy, where a guy put cigarettes out on me, and where this dude was cheating on me. Like I think it's totally fine to say that and to let your partner know. Like, please be delicate with me. But I feel like, you know, if if she wants Chris to read the room, she's got to read the room too. And Chris is not that guy. Chris is not that guy that's going to be putting cigarettes out on you. And like, you got to give him, I don't know. I don't know. And it was grace, but she has, yes. Good word. Thank you. She has to allow grace would give him time, give her time to see who he is. Right. Yeah. We know she talks a lot, but we don't know how we don't know how much he's told her because every time we see something, it's <laughs> her True. telling him something. True. Not really him telling her anything, other True. than his girlfriend sucks. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think right now it's just they're like, all right, we're filming. We gotta we gotta say something that's provocative. So let's okay. let this cat out the bag and and make the show watchable because honestly she's the reason i'm watching at this point really i'm gonna continue because i want to see how her past trauma affects their relationship because everyone else is either definitely not gonna work or boring it's just boring yeah this is a bad 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 season but what do you think about her continually asking him if he loves her yet it's it's i think it's funny i think she's trying to be funny i don't think she's genuinely asking that because it's been five days Mm -hmm. you know it's 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 like every season they want someone to say i love you like three days in which I kind of understand because when you're fully immersed in something you develop these unrealistic untrue feelings of whatever like you could spend a whole day with someone like you like when, when we were kids you spent a whole day with one person that's my best friend you'll never <laughs> see them again <laughs> sure you know so I think that's what she's trying to get out of it mm-hmm Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I if that's developed, but I think she's like, here, I've told you everything about me and I've given you all my trauma and I've spilled everything on the floor. Do you love me yet? I think she's looking for that validation of here's everything terrible about me. Here's everything that I've been through. Do you love it? And I look at me, I have these great tattoos. You know, right. Yeah. Right. And I think she needs that validation from him to be like, you've been through shit. I accept it. I love it. I see that it makes you who you are. I love it. I love it. I love it. But I just think that Chris, and I feel like he said that at some point that he needs, or his family said he needs time to like process. And you're throwing a whole lot of shit at him at once. So let him like sit down and process. Plus, he has to get out his shit, too. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm processing all of this crazy, not crazy, traumatic stuff. The unfortunate events that happened to someone else. Yes. And And I think about how that impacts them and how it's going to impact me, plus all my baggage. Right. Like, he already had a carry on. Now he's got to book some luggage, too. You got to pay for that shit. You have to weigh that and see if it's overweight. Yes. Exactly. Am I I at the $35 limit? Right. right, You know? So. 
Yeah, I don't I don't know. I'm curious and we don't get a lot of interviews with just him. Um we don't get any actually. I know. Yeah, but maybe the guys aren't good at these are a group of guys that are not good at communicating. So other than Shaq. Um I wonder if maybe that's why, because the guys are just not saying anything that A is of substance and B is interesting for a TV show. Yeah, the only guy I think that I've seen consistently in the confessional, I'll call it, is Clint. Oh yeah, we'll we'll talk about Clinton in a minute. Yes, we certainly will. Good grief! But back to Nicole and Chris. Like, I I want to refer, I but yeah, the experts needed to step in like yesterday because she's putting a lot on him for somebody that they don't know very well, and I I think at some point he's that's going to burn him out. Well, we we know they'll they'll, they'll step in. When I get back to the states, we hope so. I don't know. They feel like again, three three days after they move in, it's like so. You moved in now. How does it feel? You've seen each other, you've seen each other's places. You've been on the honeymoon. Have you have you had the talk about money and sex and finances? And I know I said money three times, but <laughs> um, what's on your mind? It's very important. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like that that'll happen, but. We'll see. We'll see. see. I, I still have the highest hopes for them because they're having the conversations, the tough ones now. Yeah. Hoping that when they get back to Nashville, they can have the more playful stuff. Right. And and, 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 and that would bode well for the relationship. That's just my opinion. Yeah. Get the, get the ugly out early and then the rest should be butterflies and rainbows. And does Chris sound like, I don't know if he sounds like the most boring person alive. You live in Nashville. There's really nothing else for you to do, but eat, walk the dogs, go to work, come home, walk the dogs, go to bed. Like That's the perfect life. <laughs> That's the perfect life. For someone who, who, who grew up in Southern California. That's me. How often were, were you out? in Southern California, living it up. Out? I, when I lived in San Diego, I was definitely out. I think I went to the beach probably every Saturday and not just to get in the water and frolic and surf and stuff, but like I would just take a chair and read or walk the pier or, you know, run or exercise, whatever. I always did something. Right, but that is that version of walking the dog going to sleep and eating you know think about like how often did you go out and party in san diego oh literally every weekend <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> way different than me literally thursday wow. thursday it started on thursday and sometimes it went through brunch on sunday so that's wow. why I, that's okay. why i was broke <laughs> yeah Every week, different, different. Lives. <laughs> I, I did that for like six months. I was like, mm, I'm done. No, I but there's, yeah, there's so yeah. much to do there. So it was either like, well, let's go to the Padres game or let's go to Chargers game, depending on the season, or let's, there's this music festival or right. whatever. There was always something to do. All right. But that's also Southern California where it's hella warm every day, you know? Um, whereas in Nashville, it's like, all right, we're going to go to a honky-tonk bar. How many honky-tonk bars can you go to? A gajillion. Before it gets fucking boring. A gajillion. Because you can go and you can line dance. I I went to Nashville for work. And there was this bar we went to that had, like, line dance lessons. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I would do that, like, every weekend. It was every, fun. Nah, it I was fun. I'm, I'm with Chris on this one. It after a while. <laughs> Oh, that's because y'all don't dance. That's why I have a salsa lady coming I mean, I, coming in I, I today. De- I definitely dance. I I do things, but not not every weekend. Come like a, my money would go to, <laughs> and B, it's just like all right, we're gonna go to the bar, we're gonna get a couple drinks, we're gonna dance a little bit, and then we're gonna get, you know, angry. We got Uber home. Like, I know. find this hard. Wait a second. So when you bought your house. Because the times that I was oh, at your house, there was always house, it was a, it there was, was a shit show. That's what I was gonna say. Was there was always somebody. That, there was always somebody at your house, and you guys were always doing something. So right, but I wasn't out and about. I was home. 
I would go to bed. People would still party. I'd be like, yo, I'm, I'm out. Like, I'm going to put my ass to sleep. I got work in the morning. Y'all don't. So do you. You Irish exited in your own house. Yep. I was like, look, don't break anything. If you break anything, tell, write a note and leave. Just get the fuck out. Like, okay. one time, um, my crew, I went to sleep. Again, this was like two in the morning. I was like, I'm tired. I'm going to sleep. My tenant had bought a patio set. And um, my boys broke the patio set. Because I guess the, 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 the patio chair was between the grass. Like, the leg was between the grass and the concrete. Okay. They scooched the chair in. And I guess the leg sunk down into the grass when he went to pull himself in. The leg snapped. So they ran downstairs, woke me up. And I was like, what? What happened? You did what now? And he explained it to me. And I was like, all right. You're going to buy him a new set. First thing in the morning. Right now, you gotta get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> I'm not with this shit right now. We'll you deal with it later. Everybody get the fuck out. I'm going to sleep. We'll deal with this in the morning. <laughs> so yeah, like that. That's how it. That's how it was. But I'm not going out in the streets. Okay. I'm gonna have the streets come to me. <laughs> I'm gonna have the streets come to me. I love it. <laughs> yes. Exactly. So that when I'm tired, I'm gonna go right to sleep. All right. All right. All right. And I don't have to drive nowhere. I, I save all the money in the world. Boom. Okay. Me and me and Jose from uh from uh from Houston would get along real well. <laughs> I'm, I'm money on, on, on point. Uh, did you have a big board where you were tracking everything? I had, I have an Excel spreadsheet, yes, but no big board. I can't do all that big. I don't want people walking my house, but oh, so you have how much? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's so weird that he did that. Oh, and he's so proud of it too. Freaking weirdo, Jose. Anywho, so let's talk about gingery featured freaking Clint because what in Lucky Charms hell was that? It was magically train wrecked. I get where he's coming from by saying what he said. But when he said it, it was all wrong. But he had this. I feel like he had to say it in that manner because he was so pissed off at Gina. I agree. I agree. So he said, I'm going to just say it. And I'm going to look. He's like, I know I'm going to look terrible, but if I don't say this now, she's going to bring up every, every, every chance she gets. Yeah. And yeah. So. He's an asshole. Yes, everyone knows that. That is that is a number one. You don't you don't say what you what you said about slender athletic in a room full of curves. Like yeah. if you say, "Hey, my body my body type is different than what I got," I don't think anybody would blink an eye. They're like, "Well, yeah, say." Same, like, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like I think everybody would say that. So, right. but I think he went on to say slender and athletic and all the other. I think he said blonde, blue eyes. I think he no, said I, 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 no, he didn't get that detailed. He just said my my preference is usually slender and athletic. And then every female, rightfully so, <laughs> was like, Ooh. "The fuck." <laughs> <laughs> So you wouldn't if you saw me out in the bar, you wouldn't it wouldn't happen. Right. And but that's how they took it. But vice versa, none of them would date him either. So I don't know why everybody's exactly. so offended. <laughs> because they're not slender and athletic. They might be athletic, but they're not slender. Right. Right. But Gina is the most slender of the bunch. You think she's more than Kirsten? Yes, Kirsten has a wide bottom. Oh, she does. Apple bottom jeans. Yeah, that song was written about about her. I and again and Jean and I I fall short of wanting to defend Gina because she's an asshole too. 
So I, I think she, you can only pick at people for so long before they're going to explode and how many, and he took one on the chin and that's the thing that people don't see. And hopefully I didn't, I didn't watch the after party. So I don't know if anybody ended up defending him, but like the girls that were all offended didn't see all the times she said to him, like, I'm not attracted to you. And I did what And then even when she confronted him, like I couldn't even be on her side then. She said her defense was so shitty. Like I get, she's like, well, I deal with gingers all the time. And he's like, well, can you see how being called a ginger could be offensive? And she's like, no, I know gingers all I did it. To me, it was, the, it, it read that whole, like some of my best friends are black and they don't mind when right, I call exactly. them the N word. And I was like, yeah. uh, so they, she, they, they prefer me to call them. Gingers. Right. They, they call it, give it. It's the it's the it's the n-word scenario. You can call I can call you the n-word, you can call me the n-word, but somebody else calling me the n-word, not gonna happen. Right. <laughs> yeah. And and that's you know. where she lost it for me. And and again, like I can't defend you because you said some offensive shit to him too. And he was trying to say, look, you hurt my feelings too. And can't you see that saying this? And she's like, no, I have redheaded clients. And I called I just like, uh, you're an asshole too. So As I can't even defend her. Was her statement. Uh, which is which what? <laughs> that is that is like the weakest defense. It's like, it's like me saying, well, as a car rental guy, I prefer <laughs> XYZ vehicle. I don't know shit about cars. Excuse me. So don't ask my opinion on shit about cars. You're asking about features in a car. I'm your man. So you're gonna talk about like engine performance or that? Nah, don't ask me shit. Um, But anyway, I think what she was upset about was Clint didn't apologize. Neither of them apologized. Nope. Neither. Yeah. So. But but I think. I think she wanted Clint to apologize for the setting, not for the statement. I think, and I think her feelings were hurt for sure. I mean, her feelings were hurt, but I think she was also like, well, you hurt uh, Jasmine's feelings, you hurt Dominique's feelings, you hurt uh, Kirsten's feelings, you hurt Nicole's feelings. Like, you gotta apologize to me. For them. Don't apologize to me for me. Apologize to me for them and all will be forgiven. Because he never really said, I'm sorry if I hurt anyone else's feelings, but what you said hurt mine. So I had, so you had to get what you got. Yeah. But I I think something like that, I think it would have been fine. But also, I think if she, when he said, Hey, do you not see how Ginger is offensive? If she had said, Oh, I apologize. I'm. I bet he would apologize too. But I think because she doubled down, that he doubled down. He doubled down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and they, she, they were both shitty. Yeah, and she did that classic thing that everybody else does, or not everybody. I'll say myself. Where like, if you're hurt, you want validation from other people to be like, "Hey, am I am I justified in this pain?" And then you use that to bolster. Yep, I'm hurt. So like when she went to the girls. And the girls were like, oh, yeah, that sucks, that sucks, that sucks. She's like, oh, great. Now I've got more ammo. It's not just me. It's all these other people. Whereas if any of the girls had been like, eh, but what did you say? You know what I mean? Like there wasn't, this is where I liked, oh, shit. What was her name from last season? Alexis. Alexis would have been like, but what did you, like, this doesn't come out of nowhere. What happened? And I, there was nobody to check her. And if somebody had checked her and somebody had said, oh, well, maybe he said that because you were being a dick, then she wouldn't have felt so empowered. But because everybody was like, that sucked, she went in there guns ablazing. So yeah, they're, they ju- they're never going to go in. This is not going to be, there's no way this is going to be resolved. I don't think either one of them that was going to the end of their relationship. They're life. done. For sure, for sure. Even the way he said it, what a tragic turn of events. He was like, <laughs> I'm free. <laughs> yeah, no, I think, and his whole thing, and I would, and again, I can't even be on his side. I was trying to be on his side for this, but then when he had the whole speech about this is a tragic turn of events, but then he was just word vomiting. Like, and he, whatever he was saying, he was contradicting himself. I was like, what are you even saying, sir? Like, mm-hmm. it was like, I hate you both. Like, I hope they both, I hope we're done with the two of them. Like, neither one of them has anything that I want to see again. 
No, I, I mean, I just want to see more Regina in general, but I don't need to see them interact with each other. I mean, you're not the only one. Apparently, uh, Mac was like, hey. Yeah, Mac. <laughs> can we talk? Yeah, Mac yes. was like, look, your wife, my cup of tea. Not only did, and did you see all the guys' reaction when he said that? Like every guy was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Even I was like, wait, he said what? I had to look at my wife. And was like, wait, he just? And she said, yep. Yeah. <laughs> Max, Max turned into Mister Steal Your Girl. Max going to come after Gina. So I thought, I, you know, it was nice that that he defended her, but it was like, what? <laughs> Life is gorgeous. I was like, bro, <laughs> bro I'm gonna need you to take it down or not. <laughs> like, I would never go to any of my any of my boys like yo, bro, your wife. Smoke yeah. it. <laughs> Smoke it. You nailed Good that. Good job, bro. Good job. <laughs> but yeah. and then he even, you know, it was bad enough that he said it to to all the guys, but then the off-camera interview that he did where he was just like, I think she's beautiful. She's one of the most beautiful women here. Da, 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 da. And I was like, oh, when Dominique sees this. <laughs> when when Dominique's mom sees this. Oh, boy. He better run. <laughs> he, like, he's going to run back to Michigan. Like, mm. Well, and that makes me wonder because I feel like somebody teased, and I don't know if it was one of the spoilers. There was some kind of tease where one of the guys flirts with somebody's wife, and I feel like we found out who it is. So I want to think that it's yep. Mac hitting on Gina. And Mac might hit on anybody. He's like, "Look, I'm new to Nashville. I'm trying to make friends." <laughs> so. But also, he's not getting anything from his wife, so I could see where he's but like, I want to talk to somebody who's nice either, to me. You know? What yeah, do you think about a couple that? kissing scenes in the pool, but... I don't think she's attracted. I mean, I think I said from the beginning, I didn't think she was all that attracted to him at all, but now that his personality is grating on her that she's even less attracted. So, I don't know. What do you think? Do you think that she's justified in her annoyance at his personality or again is it that i'm not attracted to you so i'm gonna find every excuse in the book to not like I you mean, i mean if if you're dealing with a jokester who jokes all the time mm-hmm. and that's not what you're about you gotta like be, all right bro look i get it like you think you're funny but this is i'm trying to do things that i like to do and you're shitting on them with your terrible humor it's bothering me like you gotta draw the line somewhere so i kind of understand it and it it might be uh exacerbated by the unattractive side of things mm-hmm. um which i don't get he's a decent looking dude so he's, he's all right he's that you know he's, he's, he's average he's not you know supermodel right but i mean if we looked at all the guys max one of the attractive yeah yeah for sure so i don't know i mean he's not as attractive as that stripper that she was talking to at her bachelorette party but that's 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 the man's job come on now you go to ugly strip club (laughs) i'll start taking inventory (laughs) (laughs) um yeah i don't know i just I, I, I guess, be, like to me, I think you're a jokester. So I guess jokesters don't bother me. I guess I don't know. I don't. Th- I don't I think his... what you said. You said I was a jokester, and then I then you cut it out. I you're. I said you're a jokester, but I, so I guess maybe jokesters don't bother me. Like I don't think his jokes are. He's not like telling dad jokes. I think he's just trying to be light. He's trying to be like yeah. playful. With her, you know, I said the same thing uh, to to my wife when we were watching it. I was like, you know, I'm pretty, I'm 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 a jokester as well. And she's like, yeah, but you don't do it all the time. Like, mm. you pick your spots mm. and joke. Like he's joking about every scenario, whether it's a horse, you know, pooping and 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 walking in a circle. That was hol- that life. was hilarious <laughs> when he was like, like that, uh, what. Riding a horse in a circle is just not fun to me. I don't find that fun. I was like, yeah, same dude. I get it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't find it fun, but 
with the group that you're with, like that seems fun. Like, how often are you gonna do that? Like, do you do that every weekend? Because I don't think so. No, but I had I had the same reaction that he did. Like, oh, cool, we're gonna ride some horses in in the Bahamas or in Jamaica. Jamaica, and yeah. right in the ocean i was like oh that's cool but then i realized oh y'all just went in a circle <laughs> they didn't go anywhere right. but 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 they said i think before they started they said we're going to do the water portion of this first oh okay there's then there more was more oh okay because i was like i'm with you they, dude they, if they that was the whole thing the more to it part oh that okay was the whole thing. yeah i would agree with him but i, <laughs> I remember the the tour guide saying hey we're going to do this and then we're gonna do the rest of it. Oh, uh, okay. Here and then, and then finish somewhere else. Gotcha. Yeah, no, if it was just a certain thing, I'm like, I'm not paying. I mean, granted, they didn't pay for it, but you know, um, I couldn't imagine paying whatever they paid to just go in a circle. Yeah. Because when we did when we did our horseback ride in Hawaii, um, that was awesome. And it was up a mountain, and we got to see a, a view of Hawaii from mm-hmm. up a mountain. Mm-hmm. And that was a that was an hour and a half ride. Ah, okay. And then an hour and a half, like a, a, a half hour back, whatever. Because they, they did it slow to make sure we were comfortable. So I even said to my wife, I was like, "Look, I wish we did that because that would have been awesome." She said, "It would have been cold as shit." <laughs> You're right, but. Yeah, because uh, we did it at night. We did a sunset. Oh, uh, that right. That's sweet. Off. That's sweet. Um, but yeah, I I, I do agree with, with uh, Mac there that that's not your cup of tea if it was just a circle thing. Uh, Dominique is finding ways to, I guess, set boundaries in her relationship by saying, look, stop joking all the time. Pick your mm-hmm. spots. Uh, and and Mac apologized for it, which was awesome. I think yeah. like, I'm sorry. This is just who I am. I'm trying to break the ice here. Right. Um, and I love Dominican glasses. <laughs> you do. Dominican glasses is over the moon. Okay. Her Even... little pajama phone call with her mom and her glasses. That's it. <laughs> that's, that's what gives you. That's what gives you wood. <laughs> yeah, two thumbs up. It's the, it's the little things like, you know. So. I just, I don't know. I don't, I, I, the, I think, again, I think he's just trying to lighten the mood because she's so sticking grumpy all the time. She's like, I don't, I just need to see results. I don't, I don't want to hear talk. I need to see results. And like, she just seems so serious all the time. And I think he's, again, it's a thing with Shaq where Shaq is overly talky because he's not getting anything from Kirsten and so maybe Mac is overly joking because he's not getting anything back from Dominique she just she respect. I can respect that she just seems so like ugh. like you're 25 I know she's supposed to be an old soul but like could you be fun for five seconds I mean that's what old souls do they just want to you know make your breakfast and make some babies <laughs> Give me a mimosa and <laughs> some my Lanta. I don't know. Yes. Some Metamucil. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. Let's, yeah. Let's talk about another boring couple. Let's uh, do it. Shaq and Kirsten. There you go. You Yay. Yes. <laughs> um, they're boring as shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. I... I don't just I, there's there's not there's no fun there there's no spark they're just like sup yup mm-hmm. yeah uh, so about education let's talk about this yeah I don't know I again it's just she's she's boring <laughs> I think he's just trying to fill space because what does she talk about she doesn't really talk about anything like again what he did talk about you want to talk about politics like what is there to talk about but i think that's why he's always talking about his career so because his career is important to us so let's talk what's i'm talking about my career tell me about your career and she's like stop talking about your career <laughs> okay well, that's so like gina what do you want to talk gina. about 
it's like Gina and Clint. Let's go back to can we go back to that topic real quick? Yes, of course, of course, of course, of course. So um Clint is all upset that Gina only talked about her hair salon, but then when he was talking about talking to to Chris and um um uh, Mac about it, which I realized they were all wearing the same clothes like, <laughs> earlier in the episode. So I was like, when did this all take place? And why are you all having the same clothes on? I'm confused. But anyway, he was like, all she wants to talk about is her hair salon. And I, th- I think Matt said it. Yeah. Was like, when you run a small business, that is all you do. Like, that is your life until something else comes up to distract from the small business. If you want to distract from the small business, talk about something else. Don't talk about your gingery features, man. (laughs) You know, I I said, you know, while watching this, create a scenario. It's like, all right, it's two years down the line. Your salon is humming. You've got an assistant. All you got to do is make sure that the bank account is correct. Mm -hmm. So you you can pay your other stylist. Mm -hmm. What do you got to worry about? What is your perfect day? Right. If you create that scenario, you can build off of that. Right. Have those conversations to say, oh, so this is Gina, this is who Gina is outside of the salon, so that you can formulate a plan to have that life when you get back. Because maybe you can get her on the on the boat, which his boat names are weird, by the way. <laughs> um, but all boat names are weird. They're not even clever. Like they're it, they're just weird. Um, I forget the name of them, but they but they go. I don't remember. I don't remember that. But it was. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, it was terrible. Um, but if you want to get her on the on the boat, like you have to give her a reason or a scenario where she can think about that. Right now, she's not in that mindset. She's right. in that my 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 business has to be, be successful. I want to focus on my business. I want to make sure that I can, you know, grow and and all the, all those things. So. I don't think he's wrong. I think he tried though. He every time he asked her, he'd be like, "Hey, what's your favorite color?" She's like, "You know, yellow. I painted the walls of my salon yellow, so yellow is my favorite color." And he'd be like, "Okay, well, what's your favorite food?" Well, the food I serve in the salon is that you know what I mean. I think he was trying to get her to talk about different things, but she kept bringing everything back to the salon. I think he just got exhausted by it. Oh, and no, he, I, he I did try. Because because he, he said to her, like, I want to get you on my boat. Yeah. But he's got to, again, say, imagine X and then build on that conversation because right now her whole focus is salon. It's like, it's, it's probably like you and Scuba Steve when you were trying to talk about something else. He's like, well, Back in scuba class, <laughs> X, Y, and Z, and and we did this, and then you know this breathing apparatus, and you know, <laughs> that would be there. Is that what you, you think know? he talks about? <laughs> I mean, I can just imagine. Yes, it's breathing apparatus. <laughs> yeah, I don't, when he was learning, yeah, he learned. But um, then, you know, yeah. when he's in the water, he's like, I saw a. A clownfish. I wanted to name it Nemo, but then everybody else named it Nemo. So <laughs> I named it Filbert. Yeah. Yes, that's what I think about. That's, that's not what talked about. That's not how it goes. But anyway. Um but yeah, I can't and I can't remember we did our predictions in the first episode where we said when we mixed up the couples and we said who should be matched with who. I don't remember who we thought uh she should be matched with. I don't think it was Matt. What did we match with Mac? Who uh, Gina? Gina. I'll have to go back and listen to that episode. I think we matched her with Chris. Did we? I'll have to go back and listen. But yeah, we'll have to listen for sure. sure. But no, I I could see her and Mac. I think her and Mac would be a cute couple. I could see her and Mac. But... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's not a ginger, so she may be able to see her herself with him too i don't know exactly exactly yeah but um, yeah shack and curse shack and curse shack and curse i like shack remember them really doing much this episode they, they did that they did that dance class was that them oh yeah yeah they, oh that that was fun and then that was it yeah they did the dance class and then um what did she say 
they got in some fight. They didn't get in a fight, but they got in a disagreement. And she's like, well, we're just talking in circles, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, ma'am, if you listen to the conversation, you're talking in circles. She's like, we're talking in circles and I don't want to do this anymore. And he was so polite. He handled that really politely because I would have been like, bitch, what are you talking about? Listen to yourself. Thank you. Because she was. Because she was talking in circles and, you know, I just, he's trying so hard and she's not giving him anything. And again, it's, it's back to that whole, I'm not attracted to you. So I'm going to find reasons to say, no, I'm going to find reasons to make this not work because I'm not attracted to you because I don't know. I, I mean, that whole, do you remember Jeremy Meeks? Jeremy Meeks. He was a super hot guy, uh, biracial black guy with like uh, green eyes, a fucking face tattoo, and somehow his mugshot ended up on TMZ. Oh, yeah, mugshot guy. Yeah, yes. Mugshot yes. Yes. And then he ended up dating, marrying somebody that's tied to the Johnson and Johnson pharmaceutical company fortune the Mm -hmm. daughter granddaughter somebody like that so i mean like what (laughs) melissa meeks that's who he married yes but i think she's part of her family is part of the johnson and johnson so like the band-aids and the pharmaceuticals i'm trying to find out anyway so my point is here's a somebody who oh former wife yeah i think i think they broke up so i was like i Look at this guy who objectively should not, nobody should want to marry this dude. He's got a criminal past. I don't, I don't know what he went to jail for, but comparing him to Shaq, who has a master's degree and who is gainfully employed and close to his family and blah, blah, blah. So we're going to turn away Shaq, but run to somebody like Jeremy Meeks. It's weird. Oh, they were together for a long time. They got kids. Yeah. They got kids. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't go along that time. Did you see what? Can, can you see what he went? What he went to jail for? Oh uh, yeah, let me go back to him now. Uh, I don't even remember what he went to jail for. Telling Jeremy Meeks. Let's see. <laughs> Jeremy Meeks Wikipedia. He has his own Wikipedia page. I'm sure he does. He's a fashion model. He's a crip. He's a he's a, he's a member of the Crips. Uh, oh, he was in a gang. Uh, okay. Yeah. From. Uh, Operation Ceasefire, South California. Can you imagine if I brought him home? I'd be my dad would be like, uh, he has a criminal record and he's a thug, but I'd be like, but daddy's half black. Yeah, he, <laughs> he was convicted on federal charges for being a felon, being a felon in possession of a firearm and grand theft. Oh, okay. His mugshot was noticed by a modeling agency and mm. upon release, um, Mandata Federal Cr- Cr- uh, Correctional Institution in March uh, 2016 began a modeling career. So wait, he was married to this Melissa person mm-hmm. eight years before he got re- How long was this dude in jail? <laughs> <laughs> I have so many questions now. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I sent you down that rabbit hole. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm going I'm to investigate. He don't, he's not that much older than me. What, what was his <laughs> I'm sure there's a book coming. And he's in movies? What? What is? What did you put me down? I'm, no. Where did I go wrong? Uh, I need to be nice, man. That's funny. <laughs> Well, maybe you and Shaq. <laughs> yeah, me and Shaq need to, you know, toughen up a little bit. I, you know, being being a well-spoken, as well-educated black man. Can there you go. So far, mm-hmm. so you need to be a criminal, crip with green I, eyes. I, I need, I need to be a criminal and I need green eyes. That's it. <laughs> I'm gonna tell my wife, look, man, I gotta go. I gotta do some shit. Uh, I'll be, I'll be right back. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So back to Shaq and Kirsten. I just, I don't know what he can do right. Like he, when he was dancing, I was like, oh, look at him dancing. He dances pretty well. And he compliments her. And I don't, I I think he's doing what he can. He's doing everything that 
somebody who's married at first sight can do. He's being respectful of her. He's asking her questions. He's understand. He's being respectful of her boundaries. I, I, I don't. I think he's doing everything right. I agree. I agree. It's 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 disappointing when he's actively trying and his partner is actively not trying. Right. But I I I don't I don't know what attitude he can present. My dogs are gonna bark in a second. I can feel it. <laughs> um, oh, you nailed it. Yeah. Is the uh, fox outside again? No, my neighborhood likes to walk their dogs ah. early. And I think that my dogs are up now. So yeah. Um, where was I? Which are my Shaq and Kirsten? Oh, I forget what I was saying though. <laughs> It'll hit yeah, you. I mean, they, they, they're, just, they're just boring. They're boring. Yeah. They're, they're, they, he, he's he's trying to to give her something and be himself at yep. the same time, okay. and she wants what Stasha wanted. A thug who was educated. Yeah, uh, mm. and, and I, th- I think I think Kirsten wants Aris, and Aris and Jasmine wants Shaq, or would want someone like Shaq. Yeah, I probably that makes sense. I I don't think Aris and uh, I mean Aris would be attracted to her, but I don't know if this whole I've never been in love before thing would work for her. I don't I don't think she wants a I don't think she wants a project. Does that work for anybody? No. And but and, and, all right, now we're talking about Eris and, yeah, and Jasmine. Kirsten and Shaq are just duds. Yeah. But Eris <laughs> and this whole I've never been in love before, but yet I'm this, I'm not gonna call him a sex fiend, but very focused on sex and sex, 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 sex. Who was like, was that a Lajuan? I feel like some other guy was that way too. Was just like sex, like I'm not gonna talk about anything but sex. Sex, 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 sex. Yeah, that was sex. That was sex. That was, that was <laughs> with his uh, with his threesome story on the. Yes, back. yes, that that's what he's given me. I mean, that's what he's given me. He's he's talking about it, but he's not doing anything about it. I feel like Elijah one in the past was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna talk about it, but I'm also gonna be physically." hands-on in terms of feeling out my boundaries. He's just like, yeah, what's your favorite sex position? That, that that doesn't get anyone in the mood, period. I don't even know how that would get anyone going. It's just not like that. I mean, maybe in, I don't think she's opposed to it. I think she's opposed to it now. I think she still wants to get to know him. Yeah. And they have to get past, she has to get past this whole, he's never been in love before thing. Um, And until she gets past that, she's not going to be open to that. Right. No, I agree with that. I I agree. There's so many questions I have with, 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 with that. Like, has he never been in, has he never like said, I love you and meant it? Or has he never really like, so, look, he said he's he's cared for people and, like, you know, like, had some emotional tie. And he was in a relationship for a year and a half. So, I don't, I, just, I think what he thinks love is, is not, is maybe unrealistic. I think it's that whole, you know, I think about her 24-7. We have sex on the counter. We have sex in the car. And then we go to, I'm saying, I mean, he's, <laughs> and he's 40. So, you know, I don't know that. And I think he's going to be, this is why I think you'll see like a much older man, like a Leonardo DiCaprio with like an 18 year old, because that's what they think love is. It's just, we get up, we have sex, and we play and we're just energetic and we go play miniature golf and then we have sex and then we go eat lunch and then we have sex. And I think that's what he thinks of it. I mean, can you blame Leonardo DiCaprio? The man travels the world and, you know, the Titanic turned 25 this year, which is mind blowing. Good God. Um, So yeah, 
can you imagine that? Like you're Leo, Leonardo DiCaprio, and you're gonna go from this country to this country to this award show to this movie set, and you're gonna settle down when you're Leonardo DiCaprio. I mean, he's not what he used to be. But no, super not. Which is, I don't know how he gets all these women because he's not that good looking. I, I, Leonardo DiCaprio. But here's the thing, like, and maybe I'm not a dude, so you're a dude, so you can clear this up for me. But like, at I'll some clear it up best I can. <laughs> but at some point, don't you want to talk about stuff? Like at, at some point, these what you want to talk about at forty, and what this eighteen year old girl wants to talk about, is going to be things. limited. Literally, two different things. Yeah, yeah. So they, they should be on two different levels, but. <laughs> I mean, that's the whole thing, even with, um, like, Mac and and Dominique. Like, they're at two different stages of their life. Because what mm-hmm. I talked about at 25, I want to talk about at 34, which is, I think, their age ages, mm-hmm. are two different things. Like, I gave zero fucks about <laughs> mortgage rates and, and all these things. Did I own my home at 25? Yes. But... I didn't understand mortgage rates like I understand them now and, and all that stuff. So, you know, um, interesting. It's interesting. I, but yeah, and life I don't, experience really changes how you talk to someone. Yeah. And I don't think Dominique and Mac are in different places because of their ages, at least not only because of that. I think they're in different places because he just moved there. Yeah. I think he, you know, she's been there her whole life. He just moved there. So I think they're in different places there too, besides their age. Right. Right. She she wants to bait the hook. She wants to fish and do all these things. And that's her version of going out, like fishing and hunting and all that country shit. Mm-hmm. And he's like, find me a wine bar and a stool. Yep. <laughs> same, same, Max, same. Yeah, I mean, I'll do that all day long. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Eris, back to Eris. He's just, Eris and are just, he's just not giving her anything again. And it goes back to because he's not attracted to her. So he's just going to lean on sex. He's like, uh, if I can't, I'm not really interested in her, but I want to get laid. So let's focus on the sex thing. And she's like, well, I want to get to know you and then we can have sex. So they're coming at this from two totally different perspectives. And I think what she said was right, where she's like, I'm not, I'm trying to decide if I need to open up and, and tell you who I am and be open with you, knowing that I could get hurt at the end. So I don't blame her. Like out of people who are, she's the opposite of Nicole. And so, but I get yeah. why. I get why. Yeah. So he but, needs to reassure her that yes, although I've never been in love before, I'm open to it. And that's the conversation they need to have: is what is what is it? What does love look like? What does being in love look like? And they need to have that conversation. But Aris also was like, "Yeah, ja- Jasmine's attractive. She's a she's a she's a, a a pageant winner. But I think you said, but she's not my type." Yeah. Is what he said. So, but she's not your type. Talk about anything other than sex. Right. Do you think you're sexually compatible, but you're not physically attracted to her? Like, that that doesn't make sense. He wants a J-Lo booty and she ain't got one. No, then she, he needs Kirsten. Uh, yeah. Yeah. See, my, I'm going to switch gears completely. I know we didn't discuss this, but I think the show should be we've matched these 10 singles with each other but we're gonna place them in a scenario like love like love island type 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 deal where they have to figure out who their match was and whoever wins like whoever figures it out at the end of whatever the length of the experiment is uh, wins like $100,000 or, 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 or some shit. Something that's creative because you know they're matched with someone on the someone in the group but who it is can only be determined by them. That's how you get a true match because what if Clint 
is attracted to someone else and Mac is attracted to Gina, but that's not who they got matched with by the by the experts, but that's who they ended up with. I think that would be more interesting. My and opinion. I have not seen Love Island, so I'm that's why well, I'm making I'm making Okay. I, just, I was like, what? <laughs> I was just thinking of a of a of a way to do it, like a survivor type thing. I think that would be the best <laughs> way to do it. Like put him put him on a remote like put him in an apartment building somewhere and say, All right, you you've been matched with someone here. You've got two weeks to figure out who your match is. And then when you figure out who your match is, you gotta live with them for six weeks. And then if if at the end of ten weeks, if 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 you decide to stay together and you think that your match will tell you, and if you chose correctly, you win a, a number of, of money. Some thing of money. It's not a bad idea, but I I was I'm gonna put a twist on your idea where I was thinking about it more as you were talking, thinking about it more like um the ultimatum where they get to switch partners. Yes, yes. And so maybe like at this point where they realize, okay, these A, they're boring, nobody's attracted to anybody. Let's switch it up. All right. And the producers are there and the experts are there, and maybe they'd be all right, Gina and Mac did it did it did it did it and mix them up and then finish the show. I like that as a twist. Yeah, yeah. I like that as a twist. We should be producers. We we've should. just we've just yeah. revol- we've just revolutionized this dumb show. We need to call um uh connect um uh, connect producing whatever they call themselves and then pitch it. There we go. Uh, look, look, this is our idea. I mean, we have we a con- we, don't, we, we don't have we it. have a contact. Yeah, just call it up. But hey, look, we want to interview you again. We have a new idea for a show. We'll pitch it, and then you can take it and then just give us a a a, a tagline and like five grand episode. For there we go. That works. That works. <laughs> trademark. So don't hear kinetic entertainment. Trademark. We trademark this idea. Yes. Yes. This is on record. I will sue you like that girl sued Beyonce <laughs> and won. <laughs> Did you see that they're, uh, I think it's Kinetic, has a new show where they're giving people a second shot of love. So they're giving like uh, Bartice from, was that Love is Blind 3? Yes. Uh, and then yeah, Sh- and then Shane. Shane. Yes. Yes. That airs on Tuesday. That oh. Tuesday. oh, we're going to have to review that show. Oh, yeah. yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm ready for that. That, that looks awesome. Um I wish they could take people from maths and put them on the show because people like Brett and Ryan and, and Chris and, and trash bag, Alyssa, um, <laughs> you know, they all could, they all could do a show like that and that uh-huh. awesome. mix them with the love is blind folk, mix them with the ultimatum people and then see what comes out of it. Even get a couple of bachelor bachelorette people and boom, you've got a great show. Because you're going to mix all those fan bases, which are probably overlapping anyway. Well, there's so, people on the show I didn't recognize. So I don't think they're all from Love is Blind. I'm going to look it up right now. Second. Shot at Love. Here we go. Not Double Shot at Love. This is that Poly D one. Second. Shot at Love Netflix. Sorry for the listeners while we do this. You're good. At Love Netflix. Uh, it keeps pulling up this double shot of love with freaking. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure I'll <laughs> log into my Netflix and it'll, it'll be there. I know. Um... Natalie or whatever her name, whoever Shane was matched with, yes, in the beginning, yes, um, said that he was approached for the show when oh, perfect match. That's what it's called. That's what it's called, perfect match. Okay. Uh, he was approached for the show when they were together. Yeah. So Not perfect match. Netflix. Here we go. Meet the cast. 
Okay. Ooh, Chris Rock has a live Netflix event. I've never seen that before. Uh, Chloe Bitch is from Too Hot to Handle. I don't watch that show. Bartice from Love is Blind. Oh, they're going dirty doing Damien, that trash bag from Love is Blind. I hate him. Wait, was that was Damien and, and Gia, Gianina? Yes. Oh, I hate him. Joey Sasso from The Circle. I don't know who that is. I don't watch Circle either. So. I don't watch too hot, some other dude from Too Hot to Handle. Shane from Love is Blind. Zay. Oh, from The Ultimatum. Ew, that's not a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> Abby from 20-somethings Austin. Oh, I watched a couple episodes of that. I didn't like her, though. Calvin from The Circle. I don't watch that show. Anyway, what she's saying and is Sophie, we don't Sophie watch Tampa. most of the shows, but we're going to watch for the sh- people that we do know. And yeah. The show as well. We'll probably do it during an episode of, of uh, Married at First Sight. But it's okay. Um, oh, this, yeah, is gonna... this season is going to be boring of Married at First Sight Nashville. I really hope that they just they're really dragging out this this week in Jamaica, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. Like, I know this upcoming episode is like their final days. Like, just get back to Nashville. I'm like, I'm tired of these setup scenes in Jamaica about um oh let's talk about my trauma. Let's talk about let's not talk about anything. Or <sighs> let's get in a fight and bounce. I get why they're doing it. I just, again, it's, it's just, it, and if they're dragging it out, that must mean the season is fucking boring. If they're dragging out the honeymoons this long, the season must be trash. Yeah, it must be. Mm. But they, they, they need to figure that out quickly because, you know, they're going to lose a fan base. Yeah. Quick. Yeah. If they yeah. Don't spice it up. Or like we've been saying, take a break. I mean, Game of Thrones took an eighteen month hiatus. <laughs> and it's still exactly. <laughs> you, can, you, you can wait six months. Yeah, I guess they need that that money that's yeah. coming in from inventors. I don't know. Anywho, yeah. So we're closing out on this episode that neither one of us was super excited about. Hopefully, next episode it gets a little bit more interesting, and as the season goes on, things get a little bit more interesting. But all right, here we are. Exactly. And if it doesn't, we'll definitely talk about at least episode one of um, Perfect Match. Perfect I Match. Know, I don't know if they're going to release all of the episodes at once or not. Um, I don't know if I can handle watching it all in one shot. <laughs> so we might have to do it episode by episode. Yes. Um, I, I don't think it's out yet. It's out on Valentine's Day. Oh, okay, okay. But I don't, but I don't know if they're gonna do all the episodes in one, at at once or not. All right, well, we'll add that too. We we're officially siblings take on reality TV shows, apparently. Uh, yes. <laughs> oh, and and Nick Lachey is gonna be the host, which is weird because he's the least between him and Vanessa. He's the least interesting of the two of them. I would much rather have if they're gonna be alone. I would much rather see Vanessa. Why? That's that's my question to you, Nat. Why did they kick Vanessa off? No, Vanessa's probably filming uh, NCIS Hawaii. Oh, I keep. Oh, yeah, because Vanessa but, has a job, Nick. Yeah, but but why does Vanessa interest you more than Nick does? I mean, ninety eight degrees was a hit back in the nineties. Hey, I saw that. I actually saw them in concert. Uh, no, no, you know, uh, this is my thing that all the the nobody stayed for retirement, so they're all doing reunion tours. And so we saw, <laughs> we saw, it was New Kids on the Block, Backstreet Boys, 98 Degrees, and Boys to Men. Maybe that like. sounds like a great show, Minus 98 Degrees. Yeah, they weren't, they weren't very good. <laughs> and they came out. And the sad thing is, I thought they'd come out first, but Boys to Men came out first, and then it was 98 Degrees. No. I know, I know. No. I was, I know, I was upset. No. But it was a lot of 40-year-old ladies in the audience. Um. Uh, when was it? it must have been like maybe five years ago so not that long ago that sounds that's not a great show i would have enjoyed it but yeah 98 degrees should have been the opener boys to men should have been second opener backstreet boys would have been the co-headliner and then of course 
NKOTB. NKOTB. With a headliner. Because, you know, hanging tough is a great (laughs) And I forgot why I was, for some reason, I was watching Newlyweds. I was binging Newlyweds. I think I was on a plane. Um, And I did like Nick back in the day. I was like, oh, Jessica Simpson's dumb. And so I did like Nick back in the day. But I don't know. I don't, him hosting a show about love doesn't feel. Because he married Jessica Simpson? And no, he just, he's not interesting. He wasn't interesting on Newlyweds either. He was like the straight man. He wasn't funny. He was just like, he was the dad in their relationship. And he's like the dad on this love show. Like remember when one of the reunions for Love is Blind, somebody said something about having a hot girl summer and Nick was like, what's that? Mm. <laughs> so, yeah. That yeah. I don't know. Like, oh yeah, bro. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> he's just, ugh, he's just a dad. I don't know. Ooh, do we do we know if um if uh, Shake is gonna be on perfect match? He is. I ugh, that I don't I don't think so. That would be hilarious. That would be terrible. Let me finish. It's just mostly chicks, chicks, and a guy with a lot of abs. Colony from Selling Tampa, Mitch from Ooh, the Circle. Selling Tampa? Hell yeah, I'm watching your show. <laughs> Ge- Georgia from Too Hot to Handle, Ines. From the circle in France, Izzy from Too Hot to Handle, Carrie Cell from Sexy Beast. Oh, we actually watched Sexy Beast. That's weird. I did not. It's a cute show. Uh, Savannah from the circle, and Elsie from Love Is Blind. Oh, there's right. more. How many fucking people are on the show? Will <laughs> from the Mole. <laughs> Jesus, they got a lot of people on that show. All the Netflix reality shows. Basically. They, they, pick, they pick at least one or two people. Basically. All right. All right. Well, we'll do this again. Again, you'll get your episode between Thursday and Tuesday. <laughs> you'll get them when we get them to you. And you'll exactly. like it. And you will like it. Exactly. All right, bro. Thank let... you all. Uh, oh, yeah. We forgot our... We didn't do our outro. Yeah, outro. Uh, you can message us at siblings take on podcast at gmail.com. If you have any questions, concerns, ideas for a new show, a new episode that that, that you want to see, please email us there. Um that's all I got. That's Thanks all I got. Uh we'll do this again next week. All right. Love you, bro. Love you, too, sis. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Siblings Take On. Be sure to rate and subscribe anywhere you receive your podcasts. If you have any questions, concerns, or recommendations for future topics, feel free to send it to us at siblingstakeonpodcast at gmail.com. Have a great day.